Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, writer and comedian Emily Winter, and I am recording from a haunted mansion in Iowa. I am currently at the Renwick Mansion, which is in Davenport, Iowa, where I just did an amazing comedy show on a Sunday night. This is the Sunday before this episode comes out. Um, I learned about this comedy show in Mansion when I had the comedian Chris Schlichting uh, on my podcast last year. Uh, his episode is called Grandpa's Hands and I Run a Haunted Comedy Show. It's from November 16th, 2022. And I learned about the show called Tom Foolery on Tremont from, uh, from that episode. And I was like, I need to go do this. So anyway, my husband and I just did it tonight. He is not with me, so I am all alone because we have our dog with us. And I was like, listen, I'm the one who runs the haunted podcast. Can I stay the night in this mansion? And he's staying with, actually, he's staying with Chris Schlichting. Um, I think I'm alone here tonight. There might be one other comedian who's also staying in the mansion. I didn't get a chance to ask him. Um, if you hear anything in the background right now, that's because the owners are still here with their friends and they're having a good time downstairs and they rule. And this place is awesome and so freaky. Um, even without anything happening, I'll put up a video of my room. Uh, anyway, here's what I've learned about the mansion from being here tonight. Um, one, the owners don't really believe in ghosts, so they're not that into it. Two, one of the employees has seen a ghost, has had two things happen, uh, and she told me about them. One was the very first time she ever stayed in the Renwick Mansion. Um, she was up on the third floor, which has one of the most haunted rooms. I don't know if she was in that particular room. I'm on the second floor, thank goodness. But she said that uh, she woke up at 3 a.m. and was seeing, like, it looked like the shadow of a car coming up the driveway, but there is no driveway, and it just kept circling around the room, and there's nothing that could make that happen. Um, she also said that tonight, after the show... We all went down to the basement. There was a bunch of people, some employees, some comedians, uh, a bunch of people that came to the show, and um, we were all just kind of goofing around in the basement because it's supposed to be haunted down there. And um, here, I'll play some audio right now, actually, just of us all being silly. <laughs> So maybe it did get cold in there. I didn't experience that. Um, but this employee said that she wanted to go hide behind something to scare people. And she went to go hide behind something. I don't remember what it was, like a, a table or a, you know, there was so much stuff down there. And uh, she saw a shadow go before her and she assumed it was the host, Chris Schlichting. And she followed him and was like, Chris, let's scare them. And then when she got behind whatever it was, the table or the bar or something, uh, there was no one there. So she says that there's some stuff going on. Chris himself said that um, on the stage behind us is like these wooden sort of like wooden doors instead of curtains. They're like wooden doors that you can pull. And there's a little rod that makes the, the slats on the door go up and down to let light in. And um, that they one time did, went up and down three times while somebody was on stage without them, without anyone understanding why. 
Um, and then another time, a comedian, Mike Brody, who's also been on this podcast, who also, uh, he's from Minnesota and he used to work for the Ghost Hunters. His stories are incredible. He was on stage at this show and the cap of his water bottle just like moved across the um, stool and he stopped the show to, to talk about it. So they're just some little things. They don't sound horribly scary and maybe that's why I'm not freaking out right now um but I'm definitely gonna have trouble falling asleep I am going to try to keep my third eye open and um see what I find so now here I am the next morning this is a recording of me reuniting with my husband and my dog at breakfast uh, to tell them what happened the night before. So I went to bed. I recorded the intro for the podcast, mm -hmm. and nothing was happening. But in the intro, I talked about. And you were in your room. I was in my room. Okay. At the Renwick on, Mansion. At the Renwick Mansion on the bench, there was like so much seating, um, and it was awesome con compared to where we've been staying. <laughs> uh, and better than the Microtel. It was better than the Microtel in Janesville. Um, and I, nothing was happening to me, but that was probably good. But so basically I could still hear the owners and their friends like hanging out downstairs. And I was thinking that like, they're probably our age. And mm -hmm. so they were listening to a lot of like music from like 2007, you okay, know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's so funny that like, I've, I haven't thought of like a haunt, like a scary movie where the, like you're in a haunted place and the music's like, it's, it's always either like really modern or just generic or old timey. Or like industrial. Yeah, or industrial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like on, what's his name on Gemstones? Oh, 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 like uh, Keith. Keith. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Keith. So, yeah. um... Anyway, but I was like, oh, it'd be so funny to have a horror movie where all the music is like The Strokes and uh, <laughs> Modest Mouse. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's a little earlier. But yeah, anyway, uh, then 2007. And but the Hives. And, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. That's all the stuff that they were listening to. Uh, anyway, so they were hanging out. So I was like, well, I feel like I'm not going to get tons of action while there's like people like having a good time. And also I was in a great mood because you had an amazing set last night oh, get out of here. and uh, I had a good set and we had a, like fun and it was nice. Yeah. And, too many um, good vibes. Yeah. Too many good vibes. Well, but also I'm like, from what I've heard, the, the ghost experience in that place has not been particularly negative. Like nobody mm -hmm. reported something bad, just like little things. Like a little, like a... Shadows, uh, footsteps. Chris, the producer, Chris Schlichting, who was oh, on yeah. the show, said that the shutters behind the comedians moved up and down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They right. talked about that in the intro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So it's all been, like, quite small, but, like, significant, but small. So anyway, so I went to sleep, and then my... I took also, I took a sleepy edible. So my, my sleepy weed kicked in, uh, and then I yeah. just remember being like... Yeah, and it was so nice to have. I mean, I missed you very much, but mm -hmm. it was nice sure, to have sure. the whole bed to myself Absolutely. and spread out with a million pillows and no dog in the, at my Pickles feet. Pickles felt the same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I went to sleep, and then I woke up around 3.40, which I know is like the witching hour, but that's pretty normal for me because I wake up a lot. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Um, and I was trying to get back to sleep, and then I heard this, like, buzzing. I was laying on my right ear, so my left ear was up, like on my side and I heard this weird buzzing come by my ear like it was really like a bug that's flying really close but lower was it like, like a, a lower like a Doppler slower effect where it was like yeah, yeah yeah yes yeah wait yeah. do that closer to the mic mm. that's great uh, yeah so it was like that but lower and slower like it wasn't 
like a real bug, but I could see there was light in the room because um, what are those things called above doors that they have in transoms? Is that what that is? Oh, like I don't know. from like an elementary school, like an old elementary school where you can see in. There's like a piece oh, of glass. Oh, maybe right, right, maybe yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a clear piece of glass that you can see in. Right? Yeah, and some so, some of them open or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was light coming in from the hallway, so I could still see in the room, and I was looking for any bug, and I couldn't find. Yeah, there was right, nothing. Right, you, you never saw it. There was no bug, and also it, it wasn't quite like a bug, like a bug that I've heard. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was slower and like a little more like electronicy. Anyway, so I was like, that's not that big of a deal. Um, but what I did do was put my recorder on. I put it on for ten minutes, and then I started to fall asleep. And I listened to it, and I only got like a few little blurps. Yeah, which I will dissect later, and then I stopped it listen and then did it for another six minutes and then fell back asleep and honestly had like a wonderful <laughs> wonderful sleeping experience maybe maybe the, the ghosts have been like oh this is the lady who's who's helping get our stories out so we're gonna give we're her a great nicer. sleep yeah, 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 yeah i felt like very um happy and supported and wonderful so anyway i totally believe that people have had experiences at the renwick mansion i mine are questionable because they are so small um but also for a person who never gets uh who, who i'm hard to reach yeah yeah I, yeah we we i had a uh tarot reading the other day yep and they it was so on point that i almost cried but the one of the things the lady was saying was that like your spirit guides are trying to reach you <laughs> yeah 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 but you're actually they she also said you have like a busy mind i have a busy mind right you're always like there's always like something going on so that that also probably could be something uh that could be something yeah i have to learn to quiet anyway so for somebody who doesn't experience much uh that was pretty cool for me yeah no actually that's awesome and like i also i you know that place if something's gonna happen it's gonna happen there you know what i mean like yeah uh, just the look of it was very Hill House to me. Um, like Haunting of Hill House? Yeah, Haunting of yeah. Hill House to me. Like, oldie style. But it was cool that we did a show there. And so, it actually is the perfect haunted house thing. Because it's that perfect mix of, like, oldie and modern. Like, movie-wise. You know what I mean? Like, with oh, people coming like in being thing. like, we're going to party in the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah. Awesome. I forgot to take a picture of the crowd sitting there last night. But this morning, I took a picture of the... Um, the showroom which was still set up um uh and i think it looks really awesome and um if you could just imagine it full of people it was it was it's very cool and spooky uh and it was just yeah did you get awesome. the exterior i did get the exterior yeah. yeah people yeah. are gonna freak out when they see it yeah i'm so pumped Amazing. anyway uh yeah all right Brentwick but- mansion tomfoolery on tremont is the comedy show and it is sundays not during the summer but during the fall winter and spring yeah yeah check out um, i think just google tomfoolery on tremont yeah, yeah. but also this coming so this is coming out on wednesday this coming sunday we're yeah, gone yeah. already we'll be gone but our friend tom takar who's so funny yeah he's hilarious he will be headlining the show go so see if it. you're around davenport iowa go go to it yeah it's really fun or okay. the Quad Cities in general. Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So here I've, I've dissected the audio now a bunch. Sorry. This is like coming in so many parts. It's taking me forever to edit. I hope this is worth it. I've dissected the audio a bunch. I don't think there's anything too crazy. I'm going to play for you the one thing that I can't explain because it wasn't 
this mansion. Like, it wasn't in a place where there was, like, planes flying overhead. Um, there was trains in the distance, and on one of my recordings, I did get some train noises, um, and I didn't include that because I know that that's absolutely a train. Uh, but this is the one that I can't really explain or uh, understand. If you guys have any ideas, please reach out to me so I can make sense of this weird recording, it's obviously very much amplified, um, but it did, it was caught. I just was using my phone recorder, and it, um, when the silence is disturbed, it makes a note. Um, you can set it to just, to skip silences. So it did catch this, and then I amplified it, and it's this weird, I don't know, I can't even explain the sound. Just listen to it. So I don't know. You guys tell me what you think. I am not sure. Um, but I did have a lot of fun in the mansion. I absolutely believe everybody else's stories. I am going to get this episode started now, finally, with somebody who has a real story with like lots of things going on. Uh, but I did want to put my experience in here. And I would say it makes me believe just as much. I, I didn't expect to have a crazy experience there because uh, I know that most times that people go ghost hunting. That's not what happens. Um, but it was cool that I was there on the night that an employee had an experience uh, and, and she got to tell me about it. Also, one thing before we get started is that my husband, who you just heard on the recording, he had an amazing set. He's been rocking these super long sets because he's recording an album. He's recording his first comedy album after doing comedy for 15 years. It will be in Brooklyn on Friday, October 27th. So if you're anywhere near uh, the area of Brooklyn, it's going to be at the Jalopy Theater. I think you can go to jalopytheater.org to get tickets. And I am going to be hosting the show. So, <clears throat> excuse me. If you would like to see me do some comedy and then see him do an absolutely incredible one hour of comedy, I can't recommend it enough. I think he's so, so funny. It's kind of why I married him. Um, so yeah, go see Chris Calagero's album recording. Grab tickets. There's a 7 o'clock show and a 9 o'clock show, and your, your laughs are needed. He's got to make it a great, fun show, and uh, we would both really appreciate seeing you there. And if you go, please introduce yourself. Uh, okay, now please enjoy the rest of this episode with somebody else's ghost stories. Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have Kat Doding. Kat, thank you for doing the pod. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited to hear. You said you have a couple stories, so I'm so excited to hear them. Where are you? Yeah, so right now I'm in uh, Jamaica Plain um, neighborhood in Boston, um, but most of the stories that I'm going to be sharing are from uh, where I grew up, uh, which was in rural Maine. Um, I feel like I want to talk about the haunted house I like kind of grew up in, and then um, even some like weird stuff that's like happened to me recently, like oh, here yes. in this apartment. Oh, cool. So. Well, one I know Jamaica Plain very well because of uh, Rob comedy. Hey. Yes, Rob Cream. Yes. Yeah. And I have stayed He's in his basically my neighbor. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I've stayed in his apartment so many times because he has like a comedy bedroom. Um yeah. So anyway, very exciting. But yes, tell me about your haunted house in Maine. Yeah, okay. So um it was kind of like in the middle of nowhere, Maine, um, which is how I would describe it, a town called Chesterville. 
um, my dad started dating this woman. He eventually married her. Um, and it was her property. Um, so it was this house that was built in like the 1700s, uh, super old school, um, had like a, like wood stove, like fireplace, um, as like the source of heat. Um, so when that went out in the middle of the night, like you inevitably would be the one to like, go like start the fire again. And then you could go back to sleep. That's really cool. It was neat, but it was also just like so annoying sometimes when you're just like, I just like want to go back to bed and I should like start this fire. Um, but now I'm really good at starting fires. So I feel like <laughs> now, like anytime I'm like camping or like out with someone, I'm like, please let me start the fire. Like I can do this. You should um, try out for Survivor. Uh, I don't know. I think I love indoor plumbing too much, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Fair. Uh, so um I don't know like this house like um as soon as I stepped foot in it like I could tell something was like mad off um it just like had that like I don't it's like cliche to call it heaviness but like it was just like something's fucking here like Mm -hmm. can I swear yes (laughs) yeah absolutely okay yeah um so it was like very clear that something was there and then like I remember like talking to my dad about it because I was like that place is like creepy and he's like oh you don't even know bud and then I find out that they frequently like used like Ouija boards in the house and they got like a ton of their info from the board and how old were you when this when you started going over to this woman's house I would say like 14 or 15. Okay. So you're, Uh, yeah, you're old enough for him to like come clean about what he's been doing. Absolutely. I remember my dad's someone that I can like definitely chat with about like spooky stuff. I remember when I saw my first ghost when I was like 11 and like, I just saw like my cat who had passed away and I saw her like run around like the corner, like into my parents' room and, uh, I remember calling him and I was like crying, freaking out. And like, he was the kind of dad who was just like, um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, bud. Like that happens, like go to real. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Not prepared for that um, conversation. That's really but sweet. It was really nice. Yeah. I feel like anytime anything weird goes down, like he's the first person that I'm just like, hey dad, so some ghost stuff happened. Um, my brother and I would like stay up on the second floor mm-hmm. usually. And then eventually we would like stop hanging out up there because there was one night. So the layout of the home was the second floor where I slept. There was a couch that was like looking down on like the staircase. Mm -hmm. And so you would have like a view of the staircase from where you were like laying down. And uh, one night I was like laying down up there trying to go to sleep. And I heard footsteps like um, boots clumping up the stairs towards me. And I saw nothing, like nothing was there. (gasps) So I was like, yeah, uh, that was like the reason why I stopped sleeping upstairs. Like at that point, I was like, you know what? I'll just like crash on the couch downstairs next to the stove. And then things just got weirder. Like it felt like there was like no like safe place in the house um, to not experience paranormal activity. So in the front entryway, there's also a door that like leads down into the basement. Mm-hmm. And some nights you'd be like trying to sleep and you would hear what sounded like someone chopping wood down in the basement. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That gave me chills. 
and like no one would be there. It would be like insane. The ones that freaked me out the most though, like the times that I was over there and I was like, I don't know if I want to keep going over there. Like I'm getting really freaked out. Um, there was a like, um, spirit or like ghost or like energy. Um, they were convinced was like a young boy and they said his name was William. Uh, and they said that William was like, sort of like a trickster Mm -hmm. and he would kind of like play pranks on people. Um, I experienced what I thought was William, um, like tickling my feet in the night. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I'm, uh, -uh, that's like, So were you sleeping on a couch at this point? And then you just felt a tickle, but no one was there. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And why did they think that this guy was William? Was that from the Ouija board? Yeah, they got all of their like knowledge from like this thing. And like, honestly, like, so I'm from like a very Catholic family Mm -hmm. and um, like half of my family, like they believe in ghosts and the other half of my family are like, stop talking to the ghosts. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and so my, my mom was pissed, like when she found out that like Ouija board stuff was happening at my dad's place, like she didn't want me like over there. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, it got really weird. Um, there was one time where I was like, you know, sleeping on the couch. I wake up the next morning and we like find like what looks like a child size footprint, like <gasps> imprinted on the dust on a like a floor lamp and we were like oh gosh that's so scary we're like this is a footprint and also like fact uh it was like facing towards a wall (laughs) i guess before they like moved in um it used to be more of an open concept kind of space downstairs and Mm -hmm. they had that wall put up so they could build an extra like bedroom Mm-hmm. But like back in the day, there was no wall there. So like having like tiny footprint going towards the wall, we were like, what is going on? Were you scared God, when all this stuff was happening? Scared and also fascinated. Yeah. Honestly, I even before that time, like I feel like I spent a lot of time watching Ghost Hunters. I was like super into that stuff even before I like ended up staying in like this haunted home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on one hand, I was like, oh, this is so cool. On the other hand, it was like, oh my God, I can't go back to my mom's until the morning. <laughs> you, part of you wants to be there and part of you wants to run away. Right, exactly. So it was kind of interesting because at one point um, they did actually have some main ghost hunters come by and like investigate the place. And I remember being like really upset with my mom because I was just like, oh, I need to be there. Like, this is my stuff. I got to go be a part of it. And she was like, no, 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 you're not. And so I remember being like a little salty about that just because I was like, oh, this is the stuff. And uh, sometimes if uh, I mean, back like when I was drinking, like sometimes I would be at a party and be like, hey, do you want to like watch the videos of like my dad's house getting investigated? You know, just as something to do. So what did they find when the investigators came? They were investigating. And so what they used, the tools that they had, um, they used a ghost box. And a lot of the stories that were um, found out from on the Ouija board um, were like confirmed through like the ghost box. Um, The ghost box is like essentially a radio that's tuned to like different frequencies. And so they think energy or spirits can like um, stop on certain words. Um, and so you can get communication that way through like hearing like verbal confirmation come Mm -hmm. from this tool. 
one of the things that kept popping up on the box, it kept saying board, board, board. And then they were just like, no, you're going to have to communicate with us like this way. We are not using like a Ouija board right now. Um, That's so crazy. So clearly they wanted their, yeah, they wanted the board back. Wild. Yeah, no. Oh my God, it's so scary. I love Ouija boards, but it is scary. It was terrifying. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, so the energy in the house started getting, it seemed like less playful, like less of like that, like William spirit. And then like things started feeling dark in there. I guess one of the previous owners as well um, took his own life with a shotgun before they bought the place. And I remember like the living room specifically was like an area where I would go in and I would just be overcome with like rage for like no reason. Whoa. And I started witnessing this kind of have like the same kind of effect on my dad. I, he know like he became just like angrier and angrier. And I really think that like the house played like a huge role in that. Eventually they did have like, um, like a shaman come over and like bless the place um because they had it in their heads that it was like two um spirits who like hung out under the eaves of the house on the second floor they thought that they were like the negative um energy okay uh causing ruckus <laughs> so when when they got the house blessed did everyone get in a better mood like did it work i feel like it definitely helped um there was definitely still some stuff that like would you know, linger. Um, They did eventually move out of that house. So I would love to know if any of that stuff's like still going on there, but I just have no contact with the current owner. So. So do you know if the guy that shot himself did it in the living room? He did. Oh, wow. Wow. So yeah. And you're like, okay, this is the room that's making everybody sad. That is wild. That's scary stuff, man. It's terrifying. And of course, it's like also rural Maine. And to like, get off of that property, it, it takes a while, you know, to commute to like the next place. Uh, I don't know, like town. Yeah, um, you must feel very isolated. For sure. Yeah. And it was odd like having these experiences and then also just like wanting to like talk to people at school about it and uh I felt like they were very like oh cat's like a nutter (laughs) so no so people didn't believe you yeah I mean I I felt like I was met with like either they didn't believe me like I feel like some people were just like oh that's weird and cool but like for the most part I it was kind of isolating. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a very like religious town as well. So I feel like once you start talking about, you know, that stuff, people are like, oh, you're talking to like demonic stuff. We'll pray for you. Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's it was so weird. Hard. It's weird time. So, so hard to be a kid and not feel like you have a community that can support you. So now you live in Jamaica Plain, you live in Boston, basically. It's a totally different situation, but you also live in a haunted place. I think that things like pop by from time to time. Honestly, like it's partially on me. Like I did make a purchase um, in Salem. Like I bought this like scrying mirror um, and there's like some protections and like protocols that you have to um, put in place to like have that. Um, People believe that it can act as like a portal or like a door. 
um sometimes uh i like to use it to try to like um like tune in like to my like intuition and try to like um I don't know, just like be more on top of stuff, uh, because I feel like when I was younger, I could like pick up on stuff. And then, um, you know, in the years where I was like drinking like heavily, I feel like I really like lost touch mm -hmm. um, in being able to like be in tune with things. And, um, you know, like I'm coming up on like four years sober from alcohol this fall. And so congratulations. Now, like, thank you. Thanks so much. Uh, now it's just like I feel like I want to you know, explore some of this other stuff that like used to mean so much to me. And then I kind of got sidetracked with like the comedy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was like my outlet. And now I'm just like, I, I really want to like try to like connect with more than just what's here. <laughs> I don't know that much about crying mirrors, but what, what do you do with them and how does that, and ha has it been working? Do you feel like you are getting more in touch with your intuition? I feel like it is like kind of helpful. Um, honestly, like I use it kind of like as a tool for like meditation and mm -hmm. like, I have like ADHD. Mm -hmm. Um, so someone telling me to like, just like meditate, like that's not really like possible for me. Like I can't just like close my eyes and just like go, you know, yeah. like basically the, like the effect that you get from like staring into like a scrying mirror is essentially the same way it can feel like going into like a trance-like state like if you were to like stare into a campfire you kind of get yourself into this place where you're like calm and just like I don't know I can't I don't know how to explain it <laughs> to be and honest. How do you how did you learn how to do to how to use it? I did like a lot of research. I say that and I can't talk about it. It feels silly. But like, I just like was kind of like looking into it. Um, I also just started like reading like my own tarot cards for myself too. And then also like the use of like crystals during like meditation. I say meditation in quotes because it's not the same as uh, just close your eyes and like go and calm. Yeah. For me, like they act as like tools um, to help keep me focused on whatever intention I'm trying to like pick up on. Yeah. Like when I read my cards, like I don't necessarily know if I believe if it's coming from like another realm, if another like, uh, I, I don't know if it's like spirit guides telling me what to do. For me, it's just like, I feel like I can gaslight myself often, like, uh, you know, how I actually feel about certain situations. Um, and I find that, like, when you read your tarot cards, like, the first thought that like, comes to mind, you're like, okay, that's real. Like, that's how I'm actually feeling about a situation. Um, and it kind of just, like, makes things a little clearer and easier to, like, dissect. I love that. That's the perfect um, sort of it, that weird Venn diagram between magic and spirituality and heaven and other worlds and just being really in touch with yourself, which is also a whole nother universe in its weird way. Absolutely. And I honestly think that stems from, um, you know, like the super Catholic upbringing that I had and realizing that like uh, having blind faith isn't necessarily for me. Um, for me, I would rather, you know, find evidence or like find um, like reasons for like a thing happening because I found that like, I was like a kid in church who had like a ton of questions and a lot of them like um, couldn't necessarily be answered by a priest. 
And so I was like, well, what's up with that? Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. You're like, I need, I need more than this. I need more answers. Yeah. That's very cool. So wait, so, oh, you said you've been kind of attracting stuff in your apartment with the scrying mirror. Uh, what kind of stuff have you noticed? Um, I really think that sometimes things pop in and out. Like, I don't think there's ever like a consistent presence here. Like for the most part, it's a pretty peaceful environment. And um, like there was an incident that did happen. Um, I want to say it was like about like a year ago and it was late at night and I'm laying in my bed and I'm ready to go to sleep. My roommate is passed out in her room, heavy sleeper, like Mm -hmm. she was out for the night. I'm laying in my bed and it sounded like somebody had broken into my apartment. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, It was horrifying. And I feel like in that situation, you know, you talk about like fight or flight. For me, I experienced like the deepest freeze (laughs) I have ever experienced. I like could not move. Um, And I was just listening to what sounded like somebody walking down my hall and like opening doors and like breathing heavily. Someone was scoping this place out. I mean, I hope it's a ghost, right? Because if it's a human, that's even scarier. Exactly. I mean, like I am next to like a park um, where like historically bodies have been dumped in this park um, that I live next to. So it got to the point where like I let it happen for like 15 ish minutes. I don't really know how much time passed. Like I was too busy, like freaking out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also even a minute feels like so long. So even if it's multiple minutes, it's just wow, it's a long time to be panicking. Yeah, exactly. It was so scary. At at that point, like, I was like, I don't have like weapons like in my room, but I have a skateboard. (laughs) And so I got up, I put the flashlight on my phone and I was walking around with my skateboard, just like checking out the apartment, making sure that it was clear. And it was, it was all clear. Um, and so fun fact about my front door, um, you can't get into it from the outside because it deadbolts from the inside. Okay. Okay. So, so oh, I guess I worded that weird. So like they couldn't like lock the door and close it behind them. And when you went over to the front door, it was locked. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. And you did it. Did you talk to your roommate about it? Were you like, you weren't up, right? next morning I was freaked I was like so what's up and she was like girl I like had wine last night like I was out like yeah 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 so what do you think it 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 was I think something negative like definitely negative just like popped in to like see what was going on did you like say also experience absolutely yeah like I have like this this is my like apothecary cabinet behind me. Amazing. Um, so we have like our mason jars and then all of my herbs. And so I have like a little tiny cauldron and I just like filled it with every protection herb I could find. And we just set it on fire and we were just like walking through like every part of the apartment, honestly, just being like, get the fuck out. <laughs> You're not welcome here. Like... And then it never happened again. Yeah, no, um, we had like one incident that like wasn't as scary, but it was still weird. Um, It happened a little bit later and like my roommate and I were like chatting in our kitchen 
and we heard the front door open and slam shut. And same scenario, it was it was locked. Okay, well, what are you going to do? You live in a haunted apartment, it seems. I'm sorry to say. How long ago was that? That, I, I would say about like a year ago. Yeah. Oh, man. This is crazy. What? It's so, I mean, how do you sleep? I would be so scared all the time. I actually do sleep and I like watch like a ton of horror movies and like, I don't know, I'm into it. But like, if something seems like too negative, I'm just like, okay, we're going to like cleanse the apartment now. Like that yeah. wasn't cool. And then that works well enough, right? At least for a while, yeah. I haven't had anything like, I'm gonna knock on this kitchen (laughs) table, dining room table. We haven't had anything really like that happen since then. I have been getting like super into, um, like back to my roots, I guess, with like ghost hunting shows. And so I like watch a ton of those um, and you know, With comedy for me, like I'm at a point where I had some friends in the scene and uh, even in just like the performing scene in general, a few of them have passed away. Mm -hmm. So I feel like going to like comedy and stuff where like places where I had like memories with these people, like I don't really like going to them anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I've decided that I just kind of like want to hang out at home. And uh, honestly, I have like no time to go do anything right now anyway. Um, So I've just been like getting back into like this stuff. And I recently got this um, phone app. And I don't know how much I believe the validity of um, what it does, because a lot of um stuff is like being up for like an actual like ovulus tool um that I want to use so it's basically it's like um a tool that you can like communicate um with with a spirit it's basically like a digital Ouija board I would okay. say that's what the app and is that you got of, yes uh sometimes I feel like it's bs but then other times I feel like too coincidental to like ignore. Oh, like what's been one? Okay. I have like a few. So, um, my, I guess I'll start with, uh, like my school. Mm -hmm. Uh, I recently found out that my school is also haunted. Oh my gosh. What's your school? Do you want to say it or no? Um, so I go to a cosmetology school just outside of Boston. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, and so I'm a night student, so I'm there at night. Um, and it's actually kind of funny because like, I was like updating one of my classmates on one of my findings one day and she was like, Oh my God, I would hate to be here at night. And I'm like, we're literally here at night. Like that's that's what this is. Yeah. 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 So wait, what happened at school? So this is a whole rundown. So um, I was walking down the hall one day and there were like a couple teachers walking behind me. One of them made like a silly noise and I wanted to like kind of make fun of their silly noise. So I just like turned around and I was like, this school has a ghost problem. Uh, and then she was actually like, oh yeah, actually we have had activity here. And I was like, okay, drop everything. Like you have to tell me like all about it. Yeah. So I find out that the building used to be a grocery store back in the 60s. Okay. And there was a police officer who was responding to an armed robbery happening at the school. Well, store. Um, That is now my school. And apparently he got shot 
and he um, died in, um, outside of the building, but he was yeah. shot inside of the building. And um, the director for the school told me that sometimes they see him out front in the waiting area. And so <laughs> me being me, I was like, OK, I'm going to find the article on this and I'm going to go all in now. Mm -hmm. um, it was at the end of um, like a learning module where like we learned everything we needed to do for that unit. And so now we're just like killing time until we move on to the next unit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to spend time with this app <laughs> and I'm just going to chill in the hallways. And so I was using it and immediately um, it said exit on it. And I looked up and I was standing right underneath the exit sign. It's cool. So cool. And then I'm like talking to it. Um, and, you know, I say his name and uh, it says, hi. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. What is this app? I need some name of it. I kind of want to get um, it now. So I have an Android. It's called Paratech. Paratech? Um, it's like I said, like, I don't know the validity of it. Right. Um, but sometimes you do have some things that are like too coincidental. Um, um, so wait, so, so you said it's called Paratech? Yes. P-A-R-A-T-E-K. Okay, cool. Cool. Sorry, like cut out for a second. Okay. So it's, it's like a pretty cool app. Like sometimes I'll just like put it on just to like see like what like pops up. If I'm yeah. like, especially if I'm on the train or something, I'm just like, I'm curious, like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll be like walking down the street and like, it will seem like a, to someone else that I'm like talking on the phone. But really, I'm just like, my app's open. That's so <laughs> funny. Like, I would say the weirdest part about, um, you know, like that app experience, like when I was in the hallway at school, was then it spelled out something that was like too like undeniable. Um, it typed out five and then it typed out zero. <laughs> like five. Oh, like, like the police. police. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So exit high and then the five zero. That's that is that is three crazy things. It was cool, yeah. and so like I told like the um, director for the school, I was just like, "Oh hey, I like talked to the ghost," um, and she was just like, "Oh Eddie, like she's in the know, like everyone's in the know about it." Um, it's like pretty cute. Um, but then she told me that apparently there's also like a negative spirit there. Um, she said they went in for like a faculty meeting. And so the tool that we use to like clock in and get our like hours, cause it's an hourly program. Um, it's like a punch in system and you have mm -hmm. to like scan your hand. And so I guess, uh, one day she walked into the school and they heard a beeping noise and it was coming from one of our like punch in machines and it was just typing out six, 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 ah! six, 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 six. That's so. so scary. Oh my gosh. So who do they think the negative spirit is? They don't know. And that's for me to find out. Like that's yeah. my next quest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, if you ever find out, you have to come back on the pod and tell me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of fun because um, one of my uh, friends that I made in comedy, um, like a years ago, we did this like basement comedy show that was like Wiccan themed. Oh, cool. 
Um, so it was called like Wicca Wicca What? And it was, it was just so fun. It was just like a Wiccan themed comedy show that we just like had in a basement. And so when I was like, you know, getting back into this stuff, like I was like, I need to reach out to my friend Zach, like, <laughs> and see if he'd be interested in this. So uh, we have just started out. Um, we will like go to a location we think has history. We like browse this like website that apparently has like claims listed on it for different places in Boston. So we'll like go there um, and we're thinking about starting our own like little like web series show of us just like investigating some places. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. I think you should start with Rob Crane's apartment because so many lost souls have been through there. Anyway, well, this has been so much fun. Keep me posted on your your future ghost endeavors. Kat, where can people find everything about you and where can they find you so that when you guys do your web series, they can watch it? I would say follow me on Instagram. Um, My handle is CatherineXAlexis. Catherine X Alexis. Okay, got it. Cool. And thank you so much for doing it. Thank you for having me. Like I said, this was like um, the highlight of my week. I was so excited to like tell people I got, I'm like getting to like tell ghost stories. Thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts. It'll help people find it. Um, you can also follow me at Emily MC Winter on Instagram and basically all socials and uh, Comedians with Ghost Stories on Instagram. Uh, thank you so much and have a great week.